0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church.
1: Good morning, good morning.
0: Wish a happy new year too.
2: Happy new year! <laughs> it's One, coming. Two. One, Let's two. nation and come from generation to generation Come here, Brian. You are good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Y'all come back in. Same thing. You're good. Do it again, repeat. You
2: are good, you are good. good. All the time, all the time. You are good, you are good. All the time, all the time. You are good. Sing it. Lord, Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Mm-hmm.
1: Lord, go
2: Lord, you are good. Your mercy endureth forever. People from every nation, people from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship You. Ooh. For who you are, for who you are, for who you are, you are good. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were less than God. are we we you are. so
0: good? One, go two.
3: verse 1.
2: Here I am before you, falling in love and seeking your truth, knowing that your perfect grace has brought me to this place. Because of you I free Two. Him where you are, arms wide open, God. Oh, here we are, Lord. We worship you, here we are, arms wide open.
0: You come in whenever you're ready, it's on you.
3: Do the whole thing.
2: I am Do it again. him this morning church here we are we surrender ourselves to you father we give all that we have to you God have your way in this place father we worship you we worship you we worship you father oh we give it all to you God we give it all to you God we worship you father worship you, God, so I'll shout out your name from the rooftops, we'll proclaim that we are yours, yes, we are, we're yours, we are yours, all that we are, and all that we are, we place to your loving hands we are yours and we are yours yes we are we are yours we're yours Lord we thank you Jesus for who you are we thank you father for the blood we thank you Jesus we thank you father We seek you, Father, in all that we do. The more that we seek you, Father, the more that we run into you. We find you, God. When we find you, God, you just wrap your arms around us and you love us. You love on us. We love you, Lord. We love you, God. We worship you. Worship you, God. Worship you, Father. We're here, Lord. We're here, Lord. We invite your presence in this place, God.
1: Not yet.
0: 1, 2,
2: verse 1. The more I seek you, the more I find you, the more I Your hands lay Send back against over. you and breathe. One, two, Feel your heart. One, two. This three, love is four, so deep, one. it's more than I can stand. I long to melt in your peace. It's overwhelming. Oh, overwhelming, Lord. Your loves overwhelming. the more I seek you, the more I seek you. The more more I I seek you, you. the more I find you. you. The more I find you, the The more I love you. you. your feet drink from the cup in your hand lay back against you and breathe feel your heart beat this love is so deep it's more than i can stand i long to To melt in your peace it's overwhelming i want to sit i want to sit at your feet Drink from the cup in your hand. Lay back against you and breathe. Feel your heart beat. This love is so deep. It's more than I can got it. stand. Me brown. I long to melt in your peace. It's overwhelming.
1: Two, the ready. More I
2: seek you. The more I find you. The more I find you. Yes. The more we find you. The more I love you. I want to sit. I want to sit at your feet. Drink from the cup. In your head. One, lay two, back against three, you four, Feel your heart beats. This love is so deep. It's more than I can stand. I want to melt in your peace. It's overwhelming. I wanna to sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand, lay back up can you ever breathe feel your heart beat this love is so deep it's more than i can stand i long to melt sing it again.
3: in your peace voices
2: want to i, I, I want to sit at your feet drink from the cup It's over
1: Jesus. Jesus. It's you, Lord. It's you. You are with your peace, perfect peace. Guard in our hearts, our minds. Peace that passes all understanding. Ehoho helps sa'yta. Ehoho he told the truth. He I'm to go to the I'm going the a onde é lá por sombra.
4: bring what will the new year bring so many are concerned so many see what's happening in the earth and fear tries to grip your heart you wonder and you wonder and you wonder but listen what the Lord your God is saying what's in your tomorrow is me for I am already there Am I not the Alpha and Omega from the beginning to the end? All is known to me. There's nothing obscure about tomorrow. For all things are open to my eyes. And are you not precious? Have I not given my Son for you? Will I not with Him freely and gladly give you all things? So do not fret and worry and be anxious about 2018 for I'm already there. I go before you. I prepare a way. I open the way where there is no way. I bring the mountains down and the low places up. I make my highway prepared for you. So do not fret. Do not be afraid. For the Lord your God is in your tomorrows. I already know what I'm going to do. Passion Church, I already know where I'm going to take you. I have a place prepared for you. Do not worry, but set your eyes upon me. Trust in me with all of your heart. Do not lean to your own understanding, for I am the Almighty One. I am your Father, your very own Father. Abide in me. Passion Church and let my words abide in you and then you can ask whatever you will and I will do it so fear not fear not <laughs> fear not all your tomorrows are safe in me hallelujah thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I've called you to victory. I've called you to overcome. Oh, victory is in your future. Victory is in your future. Victory is in 2018. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
1: Have not I told you? I will show you things to come. If you seek me with all of your heart, there are things that I will open up to you and reveal to you. Things that are in my heart. Things even that the enemy has planned that I will show you so I can instruct you in the way. prevent him if you'll trust me as I have said don't fear I've said I'll show you the path of life in my presence there is fullness 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 overflowing my strength for you my joy my peace my supply Trust me and rest in your heart and know that I am among you. I am with you. I never leave nor forsake you. You are my temple. Rest in me.
4: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we lift up our nation today, oh God. Lord, this nation standing at a crossroads. But God, our eyes are upon you for this nation. Our eyes are upon the plans. You know the plans that you have for this nation to do us good, to use this nation to carry your gospel to the ends of the earth, O God, to make known your glory, O God, to the nations of the earth. Father, to that end, I pray for this nation that we return to the path of righteousness that you have for us, O God. That Father, the people of God will awaken in this nation. They will seek your face. They will cry out to you, O God, that you might heal our land. That the Father, that the people of God may awaken and rise up, O oh God, and take their rightful place of authority in this nation. Father, I thank you that this will be our greatest hour. That, oh Father, that you will send laborers into the harvest field. Father, like never before. Father, there will be an awakening in your people, awakening in your church, oh God, in 2018, a stirring and a moving and awakening, oh God, in your church and your people. We pray your kingdom come and your will be done in this nation and in the church in 2018. Not our plans and programs, but your divine will, your power, your glory, your purpose seen, O God. Father, to this end, we do lift our voice today. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for working your good plan out in our nation. Thank you, Father, your hand upon our leaders. Thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. You know, God is a God of purpose. And listen, the enemy wants to come and tell you that everything is chaos. It's not chaos. We're moving in God's plan and God's purpose. In this church, in His church universal, and in this nation, listen, things have to be shaken. Many times things are shaken so that what? Things can be aligned. And In the moving and shaking, it's not always pleasant. But here's the thing. If we can see beyond the moment, if we can see beyond the circumstances, and allow God to lift the veil and show us what He is doing, what He is doing, and how He is at work, then we can have confidence, we can have hope, and we can take courage. Yes.
2: Thank
4: you. And I think those are three things as we stand on the precipice of a brand new year. Confidence, hope, and courage, Passion Church. Because of who God is. We belong to Him. And I'm telling you, my eyes are not on my what I can do. My eyes are not on what I, the leaders in our nation can do or what even you can do. But my eyes are on Him and what He can do. And there's a stirring in my heart. And I trust it is in you as we get ready for this new year. And in praying, listen. God has called us to victory, Passion Church. He's called us to take the land to advance and to move forward. I listen, I'm not playing not to lose. I'm, pl- I'm playing to win. I'm going with God to win. I'm going to be a risk taker. I'm going to stretch my faith. I'm going to believe God for miracles. I'm going to believe God for big things in 2018. I'm going to reach out there with all that is in me. I'm not trying to hang on. To what I've got, I'm reaching forth to what he's got. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, why don't you greet somebody and then you can be seated. Welcome to Passion Church.
0: Do other part, Brian. God bless. Other part. Other part. Other part. Happy New
4: Year. It's almost upon us. So glad you're here today. A little chilly, but that's all right. It's warm in here. Hallelujah. Welcome again to Passion Church. We're so glad that you're here. God is working in your life. Are you listening to me? God is at work in your life. Never doubt it. The Scripture says that He who begun a good work in you, He also will finish it. I'm glad that God's not only somebody who knows how to start something, He knows how to finish it. God knows how to finish His work in your life. He knows how to complete the plan He started in your life. The blessing, the healing, the deliverance. What He has started, He knows how to finish it. God is a strong finisher. Woo! He finishes strong. And listen, I want to encourage you. As, as this year winds up and the new year begins, God's going to finish strong and He's going to begin new things in your life. Amen. Well, if you're here for the first time worshiping with us, I welcome you. I'm Pastor Norris, the lead pastor here at Passion Church. And we're so glad that you're here today. We believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever that all that He has ever done, He is still doing and desiring to do in those who will just come to Him in simple childlike faith. You know, that's really the key, isn't it? It's not what I can do. It's not how good I've been. or all getting my ducks in a row. You know what? It's my trust and my total dependence upon Him who is the author and finisher of my faith. Amen. And listen, God's no respecter of persons. Whatever you need today, God is ready to do it in your life. To do it for your family. God cares about you. He is intimate with every detail of your life. And I want to encourage you today. Listen, ask big in 2018. Ask big. God's a big God. It's as easy for Him to do a big miracle as it is to do a small one. Don't pray according to what you think. A pray according to what he's promised. He's promised some big things. So I want to encourage you uh, here in this place today. Let's believe God for big things in 2018 for your family, for your life, for our city, our community, for our nation, and for our church. Let's reach out way out. You know, in the world, they say, you know, sometimes it's not good. When your reach exceeds your grasp, but I think in the things of God, it's good when you your reach or your grasp far exceeds your reach because you know what? Then you're dependent on God. Isn't that right? Amen. Well, the ushers are going to be passing out uh, some little red and white info cards along with our offering cards right now. During this time. Uh, you know, it's when we, give, we continue to worship God with giving back. You know, your offerings, you know, that's also a worship. We, we, we've offered up from the heart words of love and worship and adoration to God. We've lifted up our hands. We've sung. We've clapped. All of that's wonderful. But you now, as we give our, our finances to God, that is also an act of worship. What you're doing, it's a holy thing. It's a holy thing. Let me help you out there. You are very welcome. It's a holy thing that we're doing now as we give our our tithes and offerings to God. It's a worship. And isn't that a wonderful way to go out 2018 worshiping God? What an awesome thing to to go out worshiping God. What, What could be a better declaration of our confidence in our future than to go out 2018 worshiping God you know I don't know what the stock market and the economy is going to do in 2018 I don't know all that if I knew that I'd probably be a millionaire by the end of the year or a billionaire but one thing I do know is that God's promise for 2018 is that he will meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus And what a wonderful way to go out when we give our our tithes and offerings today. We're declaring our confidence not in Wall Street, not in, you know, what's going to happen, you know, in the tech industries. But our confidence is in God. He holds our tomorrows. He holds all that we have. You know, the Bible says it's better to trust in God than to trust in princes. I'm not trusting in the princes of industry. I'm trusting in the prince of peace. Amen. And I want to just remind you too, you know, this is the last Sunday that, uh, you know, as you give, that can be counted towards your 2017 deductions and taxes. Thank God we live in a place where we can do that. There's a lot of countries that can, they don't get that benefit. So as long as we get it, let's be wise stewards and take it make sure you take all the deductions that you're allowed but this is the last sunday so if you're giving online or giving by credit card i just wanted to remind you of that before the day's over you know you go online there and and give your last offering of 2017 amen go out worshiping god with our finances also taking advantage and being uh, wise stewards uh as far as your giving for this year. Hallelujah. Well, if you're giving, hold your your offering there. Father, we just worship you right now with our giving. We're so grateful to you. You've been so good to us. So good to us in 2017. Lord, faithful and good. Father, as the psalmist said, our cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy are going to continue to follow us. All the days of our life through 2018. Thank you, Lord. We honor you now. We give our our worship and our offerings to you. In Jesus' name, everyone said, Amen.
0: things off.
1: Come on.
2: That's it, that's it, that's it, that's
4: it. That's it, that's it, that's it. You guys? Well, did everybody have a good Christmas. Did you? Hope you were with family. We had some of our kids here. It was great. It's always great to see them when they live away. Good to get with them and everything. Good to see your smiling faces. Glad the cold and a little bit of rain didn't keep you away this morning. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to conclude our series all this month. We're talking about the wonderful name of Jesus. We looked at the authority that's been given to us in that name. What an awesome thing. I I hope that you're really soaking this in, even if it's not a new message to you. You know, God can reveal... Uh, The depths, there's greater depths in any truth. I don't care how long you've known it. There's a depth there you haven't tapped in yet that you can go even deeper in by the help of the Holy Spirit. But what an awesome uh, thing we are discovering about the authority that's in that name. Jesus said, in my name. He said, whatever you bind on earth, he said, it will be bound in heaven. Wow. Wow. Whatever you release or loose in the earth, be loosed in heaven. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he said, I will do it. Man, we could just stop right here and pray and go home. That ought to fix about 99% of everything in your life. just about. Isn't that right? We, we grab hold of the authority that's given to that name. And remember we said that the authority in that name that we can bind or loose anything that Jesus bound and, and loosed through his death his burial his resurrection and his ascension all that was accomplished in that redemption is in the authority of that name. The Bible says that that everything's been put under our feet. So all the all the demonic Uh, powers that come against you, that come against your mind, your health, your finances, your family, man, you ought to be doing something about it. You know, sometimes we get confused. We're praying about things where we just need to exercise authority because we're praying about things where God says, Hey, I've already told you, take care of it. Take this name of Jesus and take care of it. So we're going to talk about uh, today. We're kind of going to Since it's Christmas time, put a bow on this thing, so to speak. Not that this is the end all of the revelation of the name of Jesus. Because I don't know everything. And even if I knew everything, I certainly couldn't teach it to you in four or five Sundays. So it's an ongoing thing. But as far as this series goes, we're going to put, kind of put, try to tie the loose ends up. uh, Talking about salvation in the name. Now let me just say this. The word saved or salvation, the root word there is uh, a Greek word, sozo, sozo, and it talks about the entire spectrum of humanity. Now, how many of you know that you're a lot more than just a physical body? Isn't that right? How many of you know that you have bills to pay? Yeah. You know about that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, uh, all the spectrum of life, everything in life, this is the thing. You know, the historical or traditional church has unfortunately led us to believe that God's only interested in the hereafter. Well, He is interested in the hereafter, as am I, and as you should be. Because it's very important. I'm glad I'm going to heaven, and I'm not going to hell. I mean, that's number one on my list. That should be number one on your to-do list. As I'm, I'm going to heaven, not to hell, that's number one on my to-do list. Isn't that right? So I'm not I'm not belittling that but you know what God is interested about the whole spectrum of our lives because you know he created all the spectrums of our life the physical the emotional the mental the social the family the marriage all of that what we do in our work did you know when you go back to work this week when you put your hand to what you're doing do you know what that's a holy thing to God See, we've, we've got this idea that this is sacred and this is secular. But see, you, you can't find that. Where do you find that at in the Scriptures? I mean, what, what, what could be more natural than this human body? It's pretty natural, isn't it? Especially when you get up in the morning out of bed and you first look in the mirror. Woo, boy, is it natural. <laughs> About as natural as it gets, isn't it? But you know the Bible says that That body, that temple is a temple of God. So everything that we do, this is what we're talking about. Salvation. Now we've we've talked about, we're talking about the wonderful name of Jesus. Just let me remind you, the word wonderful from dictionary.com means this. Excellent. So that name is excellent. It's great. That name is great. Marvelous, awesome, miraculous, amazing, astonishing. Wow! Say that backwards. Wow! The Bible says in Acts four twelve. I'm going to read it from the message. Salvation comes no other way. No other name has been given to us by which we can be saved. Only this one, Jesus. Wow! Wow! The word translated "save" as I mentioned comes from a Greek word that means to deliver. It means to protect. You need protection. We don't know what's coming up in 2018, but God does. We take that name. We're called by that name. We're redeemed by that name. There is a protection that is is ours. It means to heal. You need healing, spirit, soul, body, relationships, finances. Where do you need healing at? It's the whole spectrum. It means to preserve. And it means to make whole. It means wellness. I like that word wellness, don't you? I like to declare in the name of Jesus, it is well with me. Sometimes when I, I'll just be walking around the house. Maybe I, I like to get up early. Everybody else is sleeping. And I just got my time of the Lord. I just can walk around saying, it is well with me. It is well. Now, if I look out here, I might have a different report. But when I look in here, when I look in here, I see the right report. Amen. So we're going to look at the three parts of man today first thessalonians five thirteen Why don't you turn over there? Let's read that scripture, probably one that we're familiar with, but it's always good to read it. First Thessalonians chapter five it says. <clears throat> He said, uh, I'm sorry, still verse 13, verse 23. May God Himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, you know, when when I got saved back in the Jesus movement, back in those days, we used to hear a lot about, the re- the co- the soon return of the Lord. Remember that, Doctor V. You don't, we don't we don't hear as much about that now, do we? But you know what? If that was true forty something years ago that the Lord's coming was near, I, it's got to be at least as true now, if not truer, hasn't it? That the Lord is coming. I mean, you know, the Lord's coming back. I know it's so easy to, you know, as time goes by and, and you know we're living life and you know kids grow up and here comes the grandkids and you know we're not quite as young as we used to be outwardly, but inwardly I am. We, it's easy for us to forget, you know, the Lord's coming back. Let me I got good news for you. He's coming back. He's coming back, and listen, he's gonna set everything right. Between now and then, maybe every crooked thing might not be straightened out, but one day the Lord's coming back, and when He comes back, I'm telling you, He's going to straighten out every crooked thing. He's going to have His reward. The Bible says He's going to have His reward with Him when He comes. Amen? Did you know the Bible teaches even the wicked are going to get their reward? I don't have time to get in it, but it's not one you want. You don't want to claim that one. So it's a name to bring wholeness. He said, said, I want you to be preserved blameless. Blameless. In other words, God wants my body, my spirit to be new in Him. He wants my spirit to be uh, made whole and new in Him by our faith in Jesus. But He also wants me to have peace in my mind. He wants me to have wholeness and strength in my body. He wants all of my needs, natural needs, to be abundantly supplied so that not only uh, can, I, you know, I provide for myself and my family, but I can give to help others. I can give to get the gospel out to the nations. Amen? Absolutely. So he says spirit, soul, and body. In other words, God's salvation through the name of Jesus, God's saying this, he wants to bring our whole humanity into divine alignment with his salvation. And that begins by whoever will call on the name of the Lord Jesus. That name and the grace. And the salvation that is in that name has the the power and the uh, divine ability to bring my whole humanity, spirit, soul, body, socially, financially, my marriage, my family, into divine alignment with His salvation. Wow. Now, see, that's, he said, that's God's intent for you. That's God's plan for you. Now, God begins that at the point of when we call on Him and believe on Him for our salvation as Savior, we become, the inward man becomes a new creature in Christ. But you know, then after that, it's an ongoing work of that, what God's done in us, working outwardly in all of our life as what? As we are brought into divine alignment. Are you listening? His Spirit. The Bible says if the Spirit of God is living in you, He's going to do something not only in your spirit, but in your body. He's not only going to do something in your spirit, in your body, but He wants to do something in your mind. He wants to do something in your emotions. He wants to do something in your will. Do you know God can strengthen your will? Your will can be strengthened. You ever felt like you didn't have a, you know... You made a, you know, we come up on the new year here and we talk about New Year's resolutions. You ever made a resolution and then you just, you found out, man. But, you know, here's the thing. And I'm not talking about, you know, it's not our willpower alone that does it. But you know what? Your will is involved. And God is able, by the grace of His Son, to strengthen your will just like He does every other part of your body. One of the the most wondrous ways that God does that is as we take God's Word and we begin to put it in to our mind and to our heart, it not only brings faith to our heart, but it will strengthen your will. Many times in the epistles, Paul wrote this. He said, I'm praying that God may strengthen you by the spirit of might and power. Not only in our inner man, but also in our will. Because you know what? To make a decision involves your will, doesn't it? I will give thanks to the Lord. I will lift up holy hands and bless His name. I will be a doer of the Word and not just to hear. You can't, get, you can't live out this life the way God intends without your will being involved. And he says that through the name of Jesus and the salvation through that name, it will affect even your will. Divine alignment. This is what God's wanting to do. It starts with wellness to the spirit of man as a new creation. That word uh, uh, completeness means to level up. Amen. To level up. The Bible says this in one place in Colossians. He says, You are complete in Him, in Jesus. In other words, when I got saved, when you got saved, there was a leveling up to the full measure of Christ Jesus. And that leveling up, now, you know what that means? That means that what? You've arrived as far as spiritually speaking. You've arrived in Him. I've leveled up. I'm complete. One one word means to be replete. In other words, I am full. I have the fullness of God living in me. So spiritually, I've been made whole. I've been made well. And it is as we learn to live out of the Spirit that you know what? Then even our flesh comes under the domination, if you will, or the rule maybe is a better word, the rule of God's kingdom. And you know, I don't know about you, but it's this stuff right here that I have the biggest problem with. You know, the Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee. No matter how many times I crucify the flesh, the next morning when I get up, it's still there. <laughs> You can't run from your flesh, can you? You know, like I like I humorously say all the time, wherever I go, there I am. <laughs> it's a no use you, know, you trying to run from yourself because that's not going to work. Because wherever you go, there you are. But if we learn what that there is a wellness, there is a <clears throat> pardon me, a completeness that has come into our inner man. And we learn to live out of our innermost being, our inner man. That's where Christ is living. That's where the Spirit of God is living. That's where God's grace is. That's where God's strength is. That's where God's life is. It's in that inner man. Didn't Paul say over there in Romans 10, he said, don't say we're going to, you know, we're going to go up into heaven and bring down what we need again. He said, Jesus has already come down to do that. You've already been given that, said that it is near you, even in your heart and in your mouth. That is where God's power and God's grace is released, in your heart and in your mouth. What are you saying? I've found this out. there. I always have the choice of two reports in my life. There's a report of God from the inward man from the Word of God, and then there's a report that my natural mind and my flesh want to give me. You know, you get up this morning. It's cold. It's rainy out. My flesh says, "Let's stay in bed." Some of y'all are laughing. Maybe y'all flesh said that too. Let's just stay in bed. Is that right? It's warm here. It's nice here. Your flesh will have a report. Your mind will have a report. It's not working. You're going under. You're not going to make it. God's not going to come through this time. It's all over. It's too late. Whatever it is. I always find I have a choice of at least two reports. Sometimes three. My flesh has got one. My mind's got one. And the Spirit's got one. What does it mean? You know, it says, if we walk in the Spirit, we'll not fulfill... The lust of the flesh. Now, a lot of times we think about the lust of the flesh. We just think about sexual things and things like that, and that is included. But, you know, my flesh, you know, sometimes my flesh loves to embrace the, the poor mouth. You know what poor-mouthing means? If you're not from the South, let me define that for you. Poor-mouthing means that you're just grumbling and mumbling and, and griping and complaining, and a lot of times it's just kind of under your breath. You know, see, that's, that's the flesh that is wanting to rule you. But see, we take through the name of Jesus the salvation that has been given to us, and we live by the Spirit. See, a lot of times, especially in full gospel, you know, charismatic, Pentecostal, or whatever, I don't know, all the labels. We've got so many labels, we can't get them all on our bumper, can we? But whatever the label is that we are, I'm just, I'm just a believer. I'm just, you know, I'm just down to one label. I'm a believer. I'm called by the name of Jesus. But, you know, a lot of times we're so, a lot of times we're moved by our feelings. So, you know, Woo, you know, I just got a goosebump. Hallelujah. It's working. My goodness, you might as well look and say, look at the thermometer and say, wow, it's 38. It's working. Because 38 degrees will give you a goosebump. You might as well just look at the thermometer and say, yep, God's coming through. Oh, oh, no, it's 65, it's not working. What does the temperature have to do with anything? See, what does our emotions have to do with anything unless we let them control us? And so we have to take <coughs> authority over our emotions emotions with the name of Jesus just like we might have to take authority over the devil sometimes when he's attacking us listen you I found out this more times than not my emotions lead me astray they lead me away from the plan of God they lead me away from the purpose of God they lead me in a way that's contrary are you listening but, you know, so many times in our, our, our spirit-filled circles, we're, we're moved by our emotions. Amen? You know, I, you know, I love having, you know, good bo- goosebump feelings and all. That's all great. But that's not what I rule my life by. And I've learned that I have to take authority. I have to take that name sometimes and not only take authority over the devil, but I have to take authority over my emotions. Say, just shut up. Just shut up. Let's line up in the name of Jesus. This is the way we're going. Don't matter how you feel. You'll feel better later. <laughs> Amen? Absolutely. Wellness to the, to, to the soul of man. Restoring the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions. You know, the Bible says over in Psalm 23, speaking of Jesus as our shepherd, it says this about Him. It says, He restores our soul. Anybody ever restored a piece of furniture? its I mean, it's the easiest thing in the world, isn't it? No work revol- involved or anything. You just pray real hard, you know, and you go out there and look at that furniture, and it's still ragged and scratched up or full of varnish, and so you pray some more. You go out and look at it, it's still, <laughs> it's right there, isn't it? But it's amazing that while you're praying and you put some elbow grease, you get the sander out maybe, you rip out that old cloth that's, you know, that's rotten and everything, or maybe this, if it's got springs in it, you replace that. But, you know, there is a stripping down of that thing first, isn't there? That, that, see, that's the hard part. That's the work part. That's the part where I have to be diligent. And see, in my mind, my will, and my emotions, that is a work in progress that requires my cooperation. I have to cooperate with God in my salvation in that respect. And so, as we talk about and think about God's salvation through the name of Jesus, He wants our soul to be restored. To be restored. There's areas in our life that need to be refurbished. They're worn. They're old. They're not reflecting the inward man, the inward life. They're not reflecting Jesus. Now, you know, most of the time when we're refurnishing something, you know, whether it's, you know, and you especially hear this a lot of times with people that are are remodeling homes or flipping homes, you know, you look at it and, you know, they make this statement, well, the bones are good. You ever heard somebody make that statement? In other words, the essential part is good. The foundation is good. It's good. I mean, you're not, you know, nobody's going to remodel. You're not going to refurbish or remodel something that's riddled with rotten decay, that's riddled with termites. You're just going to knock that thing down and start all over. But see, God wants to renew and refurbish areas in our life, our mind, our thought life, our emotions, all of those areas. God wants to refurbish some things. But here's the thing. We have to cooperate with Him. And we take God's Word. We take the name of Jesus. This word restore also means to turn back. You know, whenever I buy a new computer, one of the things that I always do in the process of setting it up, there's there's a a system on there uh, that's called... Uh, a restore point. You know what I'm talking about? Most of you, if you've got a computer, you know what I'm talking about. So that if anything happens, if, if it got a virus or it crashed for some reason or, or you lost something, you can go back to that restore point and initiate it, and it will renew and restore those programs back to its original operating uh, standard. Are you listening? And this word means to restore. We think about restoring a piece of furniture, restoring a home, or, you know, in our age with computers, we talk about restoring our computer back to uh, the, the maximum operating efficiency. God's saying that same thing to us. He wants us to be, what, restored. He wants us to operate spirit, soul, and body to the original standards that he set for us when he created us he wants our mind he didn't want just our soul to be our our spirit to be in right relationship with him but our mind to be so filled with fear and anxiety and worry and doubt and all of that stuff that's not god's plan See, you may, you may have a computer that's got all the latest, uh, you know, programs. You may have the latest uh, uh, operating system and all of that. But I want to tell you what, if a, if a virus gets in there and it begins to affect the way those things operate, it doesn't matter how wonderful those programs are that you've got on your computer or the latest technology, it's still not going to operate the way it was intended to. But if I can get it restored, it restored. Maybe as we're looking at 2018 approaching, there might be some areas where we want to think about, are there some things in my, my thought life, in my emotions, my will, those areas and those areas of my soul that need to be restored. They need to be restored. It's not, I'm, thank God that you're a person that prays. That's wonderful. You, you need to keep up. Don't stop doing that. Keep praying. But listen, it won't get restored just like that piece of furniture. You put it out there, you know, in your garage or something, and every day you can go by and you can be praying and just say, In the name of Jesus, be restored. In the name of Jesus, be restored. But you're going to have to do something. It's the same thing. If you want to get rid of doubt and worry and fears that seem to want to grip you, even though you're doing your very best, to, to believe God and exercise your faith there, you need to do something about that. Take the name of Jesus. Take God's Word. Begin to fill your mind and your heart with it and let it come out your mouth in 2018. Declare, this is. listen, this is who I am. This is who I was created to be. This is the original operating uh, system that God designed for me to operate at. I'm to operate in love. I'm to operate in love. God called me to walk in love. Love never fails. Love believes the best of everybody, even when they're doing the worst. We're talking about restoring in the name of Jesus. Another restore point is peace. God didn't call us to be fretful and worried and anxious and and can't rest, can't sleep, can't do anything because we're, we're so caught up with anxiety and fear about tomorrow or what's coming on the, you know, in our nation, what's happening here. God wants us to live in peace. Isn't that right? That's one of the restore points. He wants us to have peace. F- hope. God doesn't want us to be people who are hopeless. Oh, what are we going to do? I don't know what we're going to do. i tell you what. The nation's going to the dogs. Well, not the nation that I'm involved in. I'm in God's nation. His nation is doing fine. Amen. He's doing great. Everything's great in the kingdom. Everything's great. God's plan's coming forth. I'm called by His name. The name of Jesus. It's all good in my nation. Amen? We need to be speaking out of that nation over this natural nation. Amen? And we need to be speaking over that. But listen, we're to be people of hope. That's the restore point. He restores my soul. That's where we need to be living from in 2018. I've got great confidence in 2018. I'm not hopeless. I'm not helpless. That's not, my, that's not what the way God made me to operate. He wants my mind to be at peace. He wants me to be filled with love and peace and hope. Another restore point is faith. God's called us to be people of faith. How can we read this book and have the name of Jesus and all the authority and all the promises, the Holy Spirit living in us, all that God has given us and promised us, how can we do that and not have faith? That's a restore point. If you find yourself struggling in some of these areas, let me encourage you. For 2018, if I was looking for the first thing to do in 2018, it would be to go back to the original restore point in God's operating system in my life and get it set straight. Take the name of Jesus. Take the salvation God has given you. Take God's Word and restore the operating system in your life. I'm not going to let fear dominate me in 2018. I'm not going to let worry and anxiety. I'm not going to let hopelessness get a hold of me. I'm going to resist it in the name of Jesus. I'm going to fill my mind and my heart with God's Word, and I'm going to speak that out. Amen? There's going to be peace in my home. There's going to be faith in my home. There's going to be love and forgiveness in my home. There's going to be all that at my workplace too. Amen? Amen? I'm not going to be glum and gloom and doom and all that junk. Come on. Wellness to the soul of man. Wellness to the body of man. We know that. We talked about that, so I won't spend a lot of time, but I just remind you. You know, he said, if the same spirit that lives in you, that that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, he will what? Quicken your body. God wants us well. Are you listening to me? Everybody gets in all the debate, you know, oh, you know, well, should we go to the doctor? Should we take medicine? Should we do this? Should we do that? Should we believe God? The answer is yes. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody asked me about all that, I said yes. (laughs) That was an easy one, yes. God wants you well. God wants you well, isn't that right? God wants you well. You know. When my car's running perfectly right and everything's good and it's operating the way it's supposed to be, I, you know, I don't take it, to, I don't schedule, you know, except for normal maintenance, but I don't schedule it to go, take it in and say, you know, would you take this, you know, truck completely apart? Because, you know, might be something wrong with it, but now, there's nothing wrong with it. I don't take it. Somebody says, do you believe in doctors? I said, well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> when I need one, I'll go to one. If I don't need one, I don't go to one. I mean, that's that's like when I need a haircut, I visit the barber. (laughs) There's nothing complicated about that. Isn't that right? God wants you well. Amen. Now, let me talk about, as we close here, about activating the benefits that are in the name of Jesus. Activating the benefits. Turn over to Romans 10 real quickly. Activating it. You know, <clears throat> uh, sometimes, you know, whether it's a credit card or sometimes it's a debit card, you know, we'll, uh, we'll get, you know, a new one in the mail because, you know, the expiration date runs out, you know, and then they, they send you a new card. You know how that works. But, you know, you'll, you'll notice on that, usually in the, the letter that gives you, but it, a lot of times it's got a little sticker on the, the card and it says, uh, no good until activated. I mean, you know, it's, I look on there. It's the same account number I had before. It's the same credit card I had before. My name's on there. Hallelujah! That's my card. But it won't do me any good until I what? The name of Jesus belongs to you. All the authority, all that He is, all that we've looked at this month. Everything He said is yours. It's yours. It's yours. But you got to activate it. Your name's on the card. <laughs> The good thing about this one is it has no expiration date. So once you activate it, hallelujah, you're good to go. So we're going to talk about activating it by faith and name. Look in Romans 10. We're going to look at a couple of verses there. Let's look. Let's read down in verse 13. It says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now listen, remember what we said that word saved means, sozo, wellness, deliverance, healing, provision, healing for the body, wholeness for the soul, all of that. He said, whosoever will call on the name of the Lord shall be what? Sozo, shall be saved, shall be healed, shall be, shall be what, what you need. You know, uh, along with that credit card, you know, unless you're a, a bazillionaire or something, most of them have got a credit limit on them. Don't they? I remember first credit card I got. I think it had like a, oh, it might have been a two hundred dollar limit. This is way this is way back. Two hundred dollars was a little bit more then than it was now, but it still wasn't a whole lot. But you know, forty years ago, two hundred dollars would buy a little more. You know, so you know, thank God through the process of time, that's gotten better. But the credit limit. But that limit is set, saying that this, this, is, this is based on what we think your, your, your income and your creditworthiness and your integrity. You know, it's all based on those different criteria and so forth and other things too. Well, you know, with this, this credit card is issued in the name of Jesus. So it's based on His creditworthiness. It's based on His integrity. It's based on His resources so to speak. So he said, whoever calls on the name of the Lord, okay, so first thing i got to do is i got to call on that name. Now, it starts with what we call being born again, coming into right relationship with God. That's the starting place. That's what gets the operating system up and running. That's the platform that the operating system works from. Without that, none of this other doesn't really, it's irrelevant. But you, you, you get right, we become in right relationship with God by calling on the name of Jesus, receiving Him into our life for the what? forgiveness of sin. But not only the forgiveness of sin, the Bible says He makes us to be a brand new creation in Christ Jesus. So now I become a child of God, all my sins are forgiven, and I'm in right relationship with God, and He is now my Father. That's where it starts. But then it goes out from there. Everything else proceeds from there. Now look in verse, back up in verse 9. He says, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved, or sozo. Now this same principle that I just described for the new birth... For, for coming into right relationship with God, it works the same way for every other area. We're talking about activating your credit, activating what God's given you, activating the name of Jesus. So what do we do? First of all, it's faith in that name. you got to have faith in the name and the person behind the name of Jesus. starts right there. And see, if you have faith, you're going to invoke the name. Are you listening? You're going to invoke the name. You know, uh, when an ambassador is living in another country, and, and he's there representing, let's say, the United States or something, when he gets ready to make an appointment with maybe the head of state in the country he's in or something, you know... He he always makes sure that he invokes the name of the country that's sending him. Are you listening? And perhaps even the name of the president of the nation that's sending him. Because if he just comes, if his name is is John Doe and he says, you know, and a king, you know, the king, uh, you know, the messenger comes and says, Hey, King, John Doe wants an audience with you. Well, who in the world's John Doe? I don't know any John Doe. But if he says, John Doe, the ambassador of the United States that sit in the name of President Trump would like an appointment with you, then he knows something. And see, what we need to learn is as we invoke the name of Jesus in the different areas of our life, not only for our spiritual salvation, but for our bodies, for our minds, uh, for our finances, for our family, in prayer, and all the different ways we've looked at through this series, we must have faith in that name to the point that what? We invoke the name of Jesus over our lives. Say something in that name. Because, I, you know, if I told the devil, in the name of Norris Braswell, I'm coming against you. Well, just like you just did, he's going to laugh. That don't mean nothing. What what good is that? What authority is that? There's no authority in that. But if I say, uh, Norris Braswell, as a child of God, devil, in the name of Jesus... I'm telling you, take your hands off my money or take your hands off my body or my family, then there's some power there. And so how do we activate it? We believe and invoke the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. Paul said in Philippians, at that name, in other words, when that name is invoked, every knee shall bow. Sin will bow its knee. Sickness will bow its knee. Lack will bow its knee. Satan will bow his knee. And any other thing that's got a name that's in your way hindering the plan and purpose of God, it will bow its knee at that name. So let me give you some action points here, and then we're going to pray. First of all, settle this. Know that you possess the authority of Jesus' name. If you're a child of God, if you've you've called and believed on Jesus' Uh, to save you, to forgive you of your sins, to come into your life and be your Savior and Lord, then this name belongs to you. Just like we talked about that credit card, man, it, it comes with the deal. You've got that name. That name belongs to you. And all the authority and all the power and resources that that name represents is available to you. Know that. Settle it. Settle it. Not because of who you are. Not because you've done something great. Not because you got all your ducks in a row. One time back there. No. It's all about His creditworthiness. Hallelujah. All of the resources of heaven, by the grace of God, have been credited to your account. And the name of Jesus is how you draw it out. Faith in the name of Jesus releases... It's power in your life. Amen? See, I don't have to be a millionaire to cash a millionaire's check. The bank ain't going to say, hey, are you a millionaire before you cash this? No, buddy. You see that name right there on the, down on the bottom? You see that name? Woohoo! That's the only name you got to look at, buddy. That number... And the number in the, that signature and the number in the right-hand box. That's all I'm interested in. Don't matter who I am. Are you listening? Who signed the check? See, so often I've seen believers, well, you know, I just don't, you, you know, can you imagine going into the bank with a check, you know? I'm a millionaire, and he's made it out to you for a million dollars, and he signed it, and everything's good. But you know, you go in there, and you know, and you're, you know, you kind of creep up into the line. You know, they got the line there to tell her, you know, and yeah, you, you, you know, and it comes your turn. But you say you turn around to everybody else, y- y'all go ahead, y'all go ahead. I, I'm not quite ready, and you keep. You know, you keep letting everybody, everybody else goes, and they cash their check, and you see them leaving with money. But you just, you become, oh, I just, I don't think I'm worthy. I don't. I know you better than that, man. You'd be right up there, man. Cash this thing. Or deposit this thing, you know. Ain't that right? Sure you would. You'd already be, listen, while you're on the way to the bank, you'd be thinking about what all you're going to do with it. Man, I can pay this off, I can pay that off, I can give this to Pastor Church, I can, I can do this, I can do that. That's sw- what I would be. Sure I would. That's called faith. Well, if we can have faith in a, in a in a natural institution, in a natural man's signature, because it's on the bottom, how about what Jesus? And then Lastly, testify to others or invoke the name. Testify to others and to yourself about the authority and power in the name of Jesus. Remind yourself all power and all authority has been given to Jesus. And he said, in my name, go do it. Go do what? What needs to be done. What needs to be done? I need healing. Well, that's what needs to be done. My family needs to be saved. Well, that's what needs to be done. My community needs to be touched with the power of God. Well, that's what needs to be done. Take that name and go do it. You know, especially here in the South, we're here, we're in football season. So you know, most people are aware with this vernacular. Hopefully, you are. I want to close with this. You know, and I, I, I've been thinking about this. It just come up to me. You know, sometimes you see people. Who, you know, two teams that are playing a game, and 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 one team is is ahead a little bit, but they're playing. The commentator makes this statement. He said, he said, you know, he said. I said, I know they're ahead, but I think they're in trouble because they're playing not to, not to lose. You ever heard them make that statement? They're playing not to lose. In other words, they're, 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 they're still even though they're leading, they're fearful. They're timid, they're cautious. They're taking no risk. They're not being bold in their play calling and everything. They're just trying to play it safe. And sure enough, inevitably, the other team, even though they're behind, they have a different attitude. They're confident that they're going to win. They're confident, even though being behind, I can still win. I'm going to come from behind. I'm going to win. And you know, this year, Passion Church, listen. Let's don't play to not lose. In our life and corporately. I don't want, I don't want to, you understand what I mean by that? I'm using it as an illustration. I don't want to play to not lose. I'm not in this too. Not lose. I'm in this to win. Jesus has called us to win. He's given us His name. So this year in 2018, listen. If you need to, let's wherever we need to, let's make an adjustment in our thinking, in our confidence. Let's get back to where we're playing to win. We're going to take some risks. We're going to take the name of Jesus. We're going to cash that check. We're going to activate that credit card. So we're going to get out there. We're going to do it this year. We're going to do it this year, individually, but corporately too. We're going to go out there. We're going to see this place filled up. We're going to see life saved and healed and changed, filled with the Spirit. We're going to make a difference in our community. Amen? Amen. God has called us to reach our city. We have everything that we need. Twelve men believed what I have shared with you this month and more. But they believed this message about the name of Jesus. They were the first one to hear it. And twelve men went out and changed the world. Listen, we don't have to wait till we're in a building. We don't have to wait till we're running X number of people. We don't have to wait till we've got $2 million in the bank. We don't have to wait. Are you listening? See, that's, that's playing not to lose. I want to play to win. There was a time in Israel when, or in Samaria where they were, were surrounded by the enemy. The enemy was besieging the city. Nobody could go out or in. It got so bad that they were eating uh, 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 dove dung. How would you like to have that? What's for breakfast, honey? Dove dung. You know, times are hard then, don't you? I mean, everybody. I mean, you know, one woman, uh, the king overheard two women. that One of them had, you know, they had cannibalized one of the kids and eat it. That's hard, ain't it? That's tough. In the midst of that, everything was looking bad. You know what their plan was? We're going to hole up in the city here, and we're going to hold the fort. That's playing not to lose. But all of a sudden, four lepers on the outside of that city. Four lepers. Weak, missing fingers, noses, toes. Huh! <gasps> I mean, they were a pretty motley-looking sight, four lepers. And they just said, you know what? If we stay here, we're going to die. We're going to die anyway. If we, st- if we keep doing what we do, doing, we're going to die anyway. Let's just get up and head out toward the enemy. What do we got to lose? We're going to die here anyway. And here they are, four weak emaciated lepers, not an army, not a mechanized armored car, you know, uh, uh, convoy, four lepers, weak and sick, emaciated. They got up, they headed toward the enemy, and it says, as they shuffled along, God calls the enemy to hear the sound of armies. And you know the rest of the story. Oh, but, uh, you know, if only we were stronger. If only we had more. If only there were more of us. Let's don't play to not lose in 2018. Let's play to win. Let's take the name and all that is behind it. Let's be risk takers. You know what I mean by that? You know, they say the turtle can't get anywhere unless he sticks out his neck. Oh, yes, yeah, safer, keeping all arms and neck pulled into the shell. But he don't go nowhere. Amen. Would you bow your heads for a moment? Father, in 2018, Lord, we're looking for a brand new year. As we close out the old one, we start the new one. Lord, I pray that in all of our hearts there will be a stirring. That we will no longer run our race just to hang on, to play it safe. But Lord, we'll dare to believe in a bigger way, in a grander way than we ever have in 2018. For your purpose and your plan for us. For our families and for our church, Passion Church, for our city. We'll believe for, for great things. We'll, we'll stretch our faith. We'll take some risk. We'll reach out in relationships. We'll tell people about Jesus. We'll be bolder in our prayers. We'll be bolder in our testifying. Well, Father, I pray that 2018 we will see great things for your kingdom unfold in our lives. If you're here this morning and you say, I've never called on Jesus as my Savior to forgive me of my sins. But I'm here this morning, Pastor, I need Jesus. I need Him to come into my life. I need Him to to forgive me and to to deliver me from my sin. If you're here this morning, that's you. While heads are bowed, if you just raise your hand, I just want to pray for you wherever you are. I'm going to look real quickly. I don't want to leave without giving an opportunity. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen, amen. Well, Pastor Walt's gonna come. Oh, Dr. V's gonna come.
0: Uh, Thank you, Pastor. Uh, Is this on? Yeah. I'm sorry, the Lord's been speaking to me. Please do, please do. Cindy, come up, please. Um, the Lord's been talking to me about you and Cindy during this service, and I just want to uh, be obedient to the Lord. Don't you love your pastors? I'm telling you. <clears throat> you guys would just stand there. Uh, this is a prophetic word, but it's not going to sound prophetic because I'm just going to tell you what it is. The Lord's spoken in my heart about you too. Uh, First off, uh, you see yourself as a teacher. You understand that gift that God has given you. He's placed you as a teacher. But God also says, just as that, he has anointed you with the mantle of pastor. You're a pastor teacher. And that anointing, we're stepping into a new year. For you two, this is a new beginning. Uh, as you enter into 2018, some new things are going to happen. Oh, some old things are going to be gone. Uh, you can't look back. Your past does not declare your future. Do not look back. Do not let the things of the past corral or put blinders on what God has for you. Don't limit the vision that God has for you. You haven't seen it yet. You have not embraced it fully yet. You don't understand it fully yet. It's bigger than you can comprehend. God has greater things for you. Uh, There is the anointing upon you to teach the Word of God. That anointing upon you sets captives free. As you speak the Word of God, there's life that comes out because of that anointing that's upon you. Uh, But also, in both of your hands, hold your hands out. Uh, There is the healing anointing. It's there. A healing anointing. And so God wants you to lay hands on the sick. Uh, It's not something you have to feel. It's something you will trust him with. You're not the healer. He is. But use your hands to heal the sick. Pray for the sick. Also, a prophetic anointing upon you. Uh, speak the word of prophecy. You have to call those things that are not as though they were. S- begin to prophesy to this church. Prophesy to this city. Prophesy, not just in public, but in private. Begin to prophesy to this city and begin to change things in this city through the spiritual realm. God has set you as watchman on the wall here. Uh, you are watchmen watching over a gatekeepers in this area uh, begin to stand in that in a greater dimension. Do not belittle any longer your place, your anointing, and the call of God upon your lives. God has great things for you, and it's bigger than anything you have seen in your past. Trust God in that, and that's what the Lord says, and it's more, There's so much that God wants to do with you guys. The Lord spoke to me about other things, too, that I won't even share right now. But it's all good. It's all good. God loves you, and he is grateful for your obedient heart. All right? Now, I want to say something to this church, too. If you would stand. There's a scripture that God spoke to me also as he spoke about your pastor's uh, and I would just want to say this. What you heard me share, and there's, I just shared a tip of the iceberg for this couple. Um, <clears throat> you need to help stir those things up. Uh, you know, I preach in a lot of different places, and there's churches I go into that, I mean, I can get up and I speak words but there's no real draw on the anointing and the gifts of God in me. And you say, well, why don't you use them? Well, uh, if Jesus could only do what the people drew from Him, the Bible says He went to His own hometown, and He could do nothing there except He laid hands on a few, and that means around six or eight people probably, Laid his hand on a few sick folk and healed them. Whereas when they went into other places, the Bible said that everyone that was sick in the whole town got healed. What was the difference? Was the anointing on Jesus different? Was he different? Did he have a bad day before he went home? Was he insecure? It had nothing to do. It had to do with what the people were drawing from. You will only receive from them or any minister what you draw. If you come waiting to see what they're going to do or not expecting much or, okay, here we go again. You know, it, I'm telling you what, if you have a need, you ought to draw it. And these things that I've spoken over them, you will see them happen if you begin coming, expecting, and drawing. And then you know what will happen is start happening in your lives. But here's the verse, verses of Scripture that the Lord spoke to me. And it's in Malachi where God spoke about bringing all the tithes and offerings, all that. And I'm not going to talk about tithes and offerings. And he said this. He's, he told them, he said, you've robbed me. And he goes about the tithes and offerings. But listen to what he said here. He said, here's the problem I have with you. You have said harsh things against me. You say... What have we said? You have said it's futile to serve God. What did we gain by carrying out His requirements and going around about like mourners? We've done all this before the Lord Almighty, but now we call the arrogant blessed, certainly the evildoers prosper, and even those who challenge God escape. Then, now listen, here's where you come in. Then those who feared the Lord talked to each other and the Lord listened to them, They're talking. There were those that were talking saying, well, every, most everybody's left, church isn't growing. We don't have a building. Why well, don't we understand what's going on? We sold the other building. Why don't we have a building? See, there are those, he says, but then there were those that feared the Lord. See what you two right here have been dealing with in your physical body. Chris and Connie. You could be saying, it's over. Why did this happen? I don't understand this. We've been faithful to God. We've given and we've never asked for a lot. But look at what we're dealing with. You could say that. And what you're doing then is you're putting anathema over the threshold of your life you know what anathema is death but see I've talked to you guys and you know what I hear coming from you God is doing it God has got this God is in control like the little woman her son died and she came to the prophet and he said what's wrong she said all is well well no it wasn't well, oh, yes, it was. Because what you see is not the end of the story. God still has the last words. See, it says, then those who feared... i got to say this, see. The Lord told me, they've got to hear this before you enter the new year. Not just a calendar year, but God understands to us it's a new thing. How old are you? 64. 64. Wow. <laughs> Your best days... Man, get ready. 70s are wonderful. <laughs> <clears throat> then those who feared the Lord talked with each other. And I'm telling you how you're going to see God do some great things. Okay, there's also, I need to tell you this, a spirit, an anointing of prayer. All people can pray. But there's an anointing on you to pray, and you too, together, to pull up and pull the things of heaven to earth. <laughs> and I just heard the Holy Spirit say, "To where Earth gets our heaven gives Earth a big kiss." <clears throat> Then those who feared the Lord talked with each other, and the Lord listened and heard. A scroll of remembrance was written in His presence concerning those who feared the Lord and honored His name. They will be mine, says the Lord Almighty. In that day, I will make up my when I make up my treasured possessions. I will spare them, just as in compassion a man spares his son who serves him. And you will again see. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked. I'm speaking a word to this church. Your words. You can change things with your words. Begin to get your words busy for God. Begin to declare those things that you want to happen. Begin to declare. Quit talking about what is happening. Begin to declare what you want to happen. What you know God, begin to decide, get on God's side. Amen. Stand with God. Stand with God and begin to speak the word of God over your life, over your family, over this church, over this city, and change the circumstances. There is power in your words to change things. Amen? Amen. Well praise God.
3: Pastor Walt praise god you just please stand keep standing with me what what a way to end the service (laughs) what a way to enter into 2018 you know just i'll tell you what you know that's a great word uh from from uh, dr v to us and to our pastors on what's happening and and what's going to happen for 2018 and we got to believe that and so let's just join together in what he said and let's let's make it happen Amen. Just a couple of announcements before we're dismissed. Just remember what the uh, what Pastor said before during the offering time about your contributions. 2017, it's got to be postmarked. And if you give online, this is for the online givers. You can do that if you don't give online, if you want to at mypassion.church. But 2017, that's a real key. And if it's not postmarked by that date, what happens is it goes into your 2018 giving. So just want to make sure everybody understands that so the questions won't start coming. Also, if you have been blessed and you have received Christ this morning, or if you knew the Passion Church and you just want some questions answered, just come down to the stage after we're dismissed and, uh, and ask any questions that you may have about Passion Church, and we'll be down here to answer those questions. And most importantly, if you need prayer this morning, we'll have prayer partners down here to pray with you and agree with you on what's happening. You know, 2017 has been a great year for every one of us. But we have so much to look forward to in 2018. God has been good to all of us. We need to continue to honor him. You know, one of the worship songs was, was in that a, a verse was to drink of that cup, of his cup. Listen, we need to continue to drink of the cup of God. And remember what Dr. V was just saying. We need to take heed to that. Our testimony needs to be the thing that draws those to us, and our testimony needs to be great enough. Our testimony, my testimony, not your testimony, but my testimony should be great enough to win them to Christ or show them the way. You know, we can lead greater than speaking. Our lives determine how we're going to walk and how we're going to do for, what we're going to do for Christ. But you know, he's made all of us, I mean, witnesses. He's also made us warriors, but he's made us disciples to disciple others. So let's just do what we have just had a word to do. I mean, this is a great word for 2018, and God is expecting that out of us, amen? Passion Church should not be the same in 2018 as it was in 2017, praise God. Father, we thank you today. We thank you for being able to honor you, to worship you, to join together, pray to join with you and sing to join with you and just to share your goodness with one another. And we expect great things for 2018. Lord God, let our witness be bolder. Let our witness be wiser. Let us be wiser to do what you've called us to do for this city and for this church. In Jesus' name, we give you all the glory. Amen.